gang so for a long time i've been kind of wanting to put together some sort of podcast um i've watched and listened to chris brands in the past and uh kind of wanted to take it more to the trail segment and be able to talk about things in the northeast and kind of make it as relatable to us as i can um i don't know how many of you have kind of explored canadian content but there's another youtuber mud brats and he actually came to me with the idea that we should uh partner up and kind of discuss everything that involved with snowmobiling and gear and just everything about the sport. So um, we're going to kind of do this on a weekly basis now. We're going to be live. And uh, for those of you that haven't met him, uh, here's Mud Brats. And uh, there hey. he is. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Rev? Good. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. No, it's uh, it's it's one of those projects that we, we're calling it Snowmobile Sessions. It's on uh, it's on iTunes and Spotify as a as a downloadable podcast uh, every week. And uh, I think just with everything going on in the world right now, and there's I mean in our area in Canada, I'm just about an hour south of Toronto, and uh, or sorry, west of Toronto snowmobile shows and events are getting canceled and there isn't much going on in the fall. We, our season got cut short last year, not by, we missed a couple of weeks. It wasn't huge, but we started late. And I think with everything going on, I was always like, like Rev was where I was concerned with when's the right time to start something like this. And I, I think with everything going on, it, it's a perfect time to start it. And, and th I always say at the start of my shows, you know, it's the place to, talk about sleds to learn great things about sleds and products about sledding and how to make your sledding life better or something like that and uh and that's really the goal of the show and just have fun and, and if you're on the chat just make sure you interact with the with the with the chats as we're live and away we go um we're gonna try and come up with a schedule i mean this is our first kick at the can with this as well but once we get rolling, we'll come up with a schedule of maybe keeping this at a set time on on set day of the week. So this Thursday, uh, we're looking around 5:30 p.m. and uh, we'll have Richard, my my uh, a big fan of both our channels. He'll be on, and he's my co-host of the of the uh, streams. And we're going to talk probably about trailering and and hauling your sled this week. And then the following week, we'll start to bring in some some exciting manufacturers. We had we had Uclear North America on uh, last week, and uh, it was a, it was an awesome show. And the week before that, we brought on the Polaris Ambassador for for Ontario, uh, Nunzio Acabellas, and uh, he shed some great light on the the new things coming out from Polaris. And we'll likely have him on again as well. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, <clears throat> especially for my uh, viewers. I know I got a lot of players, guys. Definitely go check that podcast out. There's a lot of great information in it, talking about the Matrix and the 650 and all that. So, yeah, for sure. You can actually not to be a shameless plug here, but if you if you go to uh, YouTube Mud Brats, uh, click subscribe, and you'll have uh, you'll see my my last two shows under Snowmobile Sessions there, and uh, and I mean again they're 
it's raw comedy at the at the very worst. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but we got some neat things coming up. I think it's uh, and and as always, we keep this as a uh, as a user forum as well. So if any of our fans have ideas, suggestions, hey, I'd like to see this or I'd like to know this, by all means, ask away. I mean, we had you clear on, and there's people asking some really good questions about will it work with other comms and will it do this and and same with polaris where we we were someone asked about how is it nunzio rode the both of them in the spring and how does it compare with the other ones so we'll get some new do i'm a ski do guy so we'll get uh, we'll get the new do on as soon as uh, as soon as we get one in our hands and uh, and showcase that as well so it's it's gonna be cool it's unbiased uh unbiased snowmobile related um things we talk about helmets we talk about comms we'll talk about drones here um rev's got one i've got one richard oh, has yeah. one um expect to see more footage of that from me this year and uh, and away we go yeah and richard will be great especially for for my viewers because he actually bought a 2021 assault so good to kind of have another perspective other than just strictly mine coming in in the, in the players world yeah for sure I can actually see if Richard can hop on quickly. Uh, I don't know what if he's got pants on right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little early. It's hard to know on a Sunday. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, uh, he might be watching. Who knows? Yeah, uh, that's true. Oh, here we got a comment here. Yep, uh, bro, good for you. I live in uh, Saugus, Massachusetts, and have a house in Ossipee. New Hampshire, is that what that is? And sledding is the best. Keep up the good work. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So this is, um, I think it's an industry first for us. Uh, and that's why when when I was thinking about how to properly do this, I I thought the, the only other guy that I respect in the industry is Rev Rider. I mean, he's, I said it in the, kind, you'll man. see it in the last, <laughs> you'll see it in the last, the last stream I did and Rich and I are talking about, um, uh, about, this project and he some people have a surface knowledge of snowmobiles and rev's got a deep knowledge i think he does a lot of studying and research on on machines and it's not just polaris because he rides polaris he i love how you can do the reviews and you review every sled honestly and unbiased and you point out the flaws and the and the good points and the flaws together so yeah you, i total respect for that it's always, it's always a tough balance of trying to, because especially with sleds, I think in reviews, people want to hear a very just positive experience because they want to be excited. So I'm always doing my best to be positive and enjoy the sled, but also like actually show maybe this is something you won't like. Maybe this is something you'll love about it. You know, just really show the sled for everything it can possibly be. Yeah. It, it's hard to, it's hard unless you ride them. And, and I think when you get out to those events, we don't have a lot of those test drive events around here. Yeah. So it, it, it was neat to see you at that one. And it was neat that they had Polaris, Arctic Cat and, and um, Skidoo in the same spot. I think that's really yeah. cool. I wish we do things like that. Back in my day, I'm 52 years old. So back in my day, they used to have poker runs and you'd meet at the clubhouse and Yamaha would come out to one event and then you, they'd let you drive Yamahas around and do would do another one and that kind of thing. And because our winners are so hit and miss in Southern Ontario, we don't even see that anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's really tough. So Polaris still does one up North. Uh, I imagine some skidoo dealers. There's a lot of open houses around. They usually happen this time of year, but 
who knows this year, they're probably going to be axed, you know, or, yeah. or changed on a different level. And yeah. that's, uh, and that's kind of the whole point of this show is, is let's bring those open house events to, to our fans yeah. and, uh, and, and really show it. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so it's big plans. We've reached out to a lot of suppliers, so we've got some neat stuff happening. Yeah. So definitely. I'm going to actually send Richard a, a little invite. So just hang on a second here and we'll okay. try and get him on. Sounds good. But I ride a, uh, I ride an older machine. I had a 2012 uh, Ski Renegade 800 E-Tech. Um, ran that for a few years. There's a lot of videos on my channel on that. We're showing studying the Ice Ripper track and and all kinds of different things. We drag race that thing with 600 R's and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and then last year, I was getting high miles on that thing, and I was really concerned with it blowing up. And I, a buddy of mine, was always bugging me to buy it, so I sold it to him. And then I picked up a. 2,900 and I've done some tweaking with it. Uh, we dropped in a, a 129 R motion uh, last winter and I uh, put an excess taillight on it and did some clutching and we've almost got the clutching dialed and I corner to corner, this thing's a beast. It's way more fun than the 800 was and yeah. I can't wait to line it up against some other sleds out there. So yeah. that'll be, that'll be for this season and then we'll see where it goes from there. I'm going to bring Richard on right now. Uh, he's he's laughing in the green room. So yep. here he is. Hey, Richard, how are those uh, M&Ms today? Were they stale? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, guys. Let me get in here. What's going on here? Okay. I'll just go for another comment here. We got the reviews are great because you see the sponsor reviews and they ride the top models and you still switch out the shocks. And then they tell you the base model is great. LOL. Who's going to spend three K on on top? Good point there. You know, like yeah. the I won't mention the names of the shows, but the some of these shows are 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 being fed by these manufacturers, so they're blasting sleds that they have no reason to. Yeah. If you're noticing a difference between an XRS shock and a and a stock Polaris shock, it's a small percentage of the riders out there that are going to notice the difference, you know? Absolutely. You, you've got a trail rider that's doing 700 miles a year. Uh, is it really going to make that big of a difference at the end of the day? Yeah. Uh, what I always say about sleds is, is they're so close. Richard and I pointed that out a couple of weeks ago. They're so close from manufacturer to manufacturer. They've all upped the game you have to really get your butt on the seat and see what fits you and, and what feels right for you. Absolutely. And I think that's the biggest thing because, you know, everybody wants to have like, what's the best sled. They want that, that one definitive answer, but so much of it, I mean, just like strictly ergonomics, like the difference between the Articat, the Skidoo and the Polaris, they're all different. You know what I mean? I have always felt Articat fits a shorter rider very well. Skidoo's kind of right in the middle. And uh, Polaris, I, I feel for a tall rider, is very comfortable. And just just at a base level, that's something that you need to address, not to mention handling characteristics. You know, some people like a very direct snowmobile. Some people like a little bit more relaxed ride. You know, it's just like you said, you got to get on them. You got to try them out and see how you feel about them. Yeah, it's like it's like trying on a pair of shoes, yeah. you know. Don't exactly. buy the night. Don't buy the, the one pair of shoes because your buddy thinks it's cool. Yeah. You know, because it, it's going to fit you totally different, right? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's what so. makes the world go around, boys. You know, that's why yep. you have different brands of vehicles and clothes and right. So yeah, for right. sure. So so this guy here is my co-host, Richard Hop. He's a he's a fan of uh, of both me and and Rev. And yeah. uh, he's I I don't know whether Rev Rider we should be concerned about this guy. Would he be <laughs> would he fit in the stalker category? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, but How they, you doing, Bobby? It's good to see you again, bud. Yeah, you too, man. Great to actually yeah. see you on, on, yeah. Uh, online. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Good. So yeah, what so, are you guys discussing here? I know you just like, pulled me in here. I'm just trying yeah, to catch up. Yeah, this just that. happened quick. Bobby goes, you want to go live? And I went, uh, when? Nice. And he said, let's do maybe 1130 noon. And I went, okay, I'll put my <laughs> pants on and come down and turn on the, the old computer. But the nice. uh, um, we're going to talk about trailering and, and hauling. That's This is one of uh, Richard's ideas and passions uh, on Thursday at around 5.30 p.m. And uh, if anyone has any photos they want to share with us, send them to fanphoto at mudbrats.com. And we'll put a link in the description under this video once it goes to airplay. And we'll feature your rig and ride on uh, live on the air. How's that? How's Absolutely. that for, for customer or, or guest interaction? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Bobby, I got to ask you. You were um, you purchased your from the same dealer, right? He's he's a multi he's a dealer, right? Uh yeah, he is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 Kind of blew up the spot a little bit there. I haven't I haven't told the the group oh, yet. Geez, <laughs> oh, so we'll see. So we'll I didn't see okay. them. Oh, yeah. No, no worries. Don't worry about it. We'll see who's watching then. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. These, people these are best, you know what? We even talked about that. I was just, I just, <laughs> I got okay. that question in there, buddy. It's fine. Uh, like, like, um, like Gary said, it's just a good example of like who's watching the live stream. And if you want the inside scoop, best way, check out the live stream, check out the podcast. Yeah. You heard right, it yeah. here first folks. Yeah. 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 What did I text you yesterday, Richard? You know what? I do not mention that. Here I was thinking we were kind of like, you know, you know what? I when you called me on here, I was like, I thought you guys were just in a room chatting, and then I just went on here, and I'm like, uh oh, oh, you're, I didn't oh, sorry. think we were live. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. That's. Good. <laughs> oh my lord. All right. No problem. There's a, there's a saying: anything can happen live. It just did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bobby, sorry, buddy. Like, no, no problem. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know we were live. I thought you two were just on chatting. You know no. what we can do? You know what we can do is we can uh, chop that out at, on the replay. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you for the replay, it, I will. But if uh, people are watching live, like we said, this is a great chance to, to get the inside scoop. Jason, we're not sure about that yet. He hasn't said <laughs> Richard is a stalker. He might not, you probably can't go off of everything he said. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I like this guy's attitude, Franco. The best sled is the one you use more than once a year. Like you guys get out there and put the miles on it. That's what it's about. You know what? It's Absolutely. true. It's true. I have another theory, Franco. Let me know if you agree with this. It's funner to drive a slow set sled fast than it is to drive a fast sled slow. Yeah. That's kind of a tongue twister, but that's my, uh, that's my theory. What do you think and about that, Franco? Honestly, on uh, on from two assault guys, I think that's some of the fun with the assault because it can be a little bit more of a handful at times. You're a little bit more engaged, whereas some sleds just ride so perfectly. You can kind of ride them almost without paying attention. So it's just kind of a, a different perspective. Yeah. 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 Well, the yeah. thing I loved about it, and a lot of people said you wouldn't like it, when you come out of a corner because of the uncoupled rear, I love having my skis pop up. Yeah. 
and I, I, I know how it handles coming out. And I know a lot of people, cause I remember back when they, they brought out the fully coupled suspension that it stopped that. Cause the old sleds used to be like that Yeah, where they're uncoupled. But I mean, I was used to that and, um, switching off and going to my buddy skidoo and that I, I, it's, I just find it more for me personally, more interesting coming out of a corner hard, you know, and I don't care what anyone says on the lake the assaults are one of the fastest sleds out there because of that there's no there's no weight on the front skis but when you're cranking on that thing that yeah. thing is unreal my buddy with his skidoo four stroke was like what the hell you got in that yeah like it's my buddy steve has that 850 xcr i was faster than him. and yeah. again it's not about like but it's just that whole system the way it is there's it literally puts the weight down on the back and you're gone yeah yeah, and that's funny that. you say that because uh, I had a subscriber. He got an NDXC 137 with an 850, and he was all excited. He thought it was going to have all this top end. And not that they don't, but he lined up against an Assault and was surprised to see that the Assault oh. actually had more top speed than the 137. And we're not talking by, like, you know, half the ski length. I'm talking about I was one to two sled lengths ahead, like yeah. top out. It's that and, approach angle on the track. It's not as aggressive, so it really just yep. helps you carry top speed. Yeah, like yeah. I was surprised going across Lake of A's, Gary, last year. Like the thing was stupid fast. Like I, yeah. I was actually didn't expect it to be as fast as it was. Especially yeah. with your, you have a 1.3 on yours, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to help even log. more. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's studded. I only got the studs up the middle and whatnot too. So, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I was really happy with that, that sled last year. Like very surprised. And even yeah. when I was doing my snow check this year, I'm like, do I go back to a trail sled? But you know what? For me, I just... It's weird. I, I like the extra tunnel for having the storage bag on it. Like you got all that extra room behind you. Yep. Um, again, I liked the trail manners. I know a lot of people probably wouldn't, right? So, and when I hop off and try Steve's VR1 this year, I, I may maybe in a couple of years go back to a, a trail sled. I don't know, but I, I just loved the way the assault worked. And, and uh, Nunzio was telling me that, you know, if you loved the way the old one handled, wait until you try the matrix. Like everyone's saying that. And I, you know, not taken away from that, but I'm just, everyone's saying how amazing the difference is. It's like night and day compared to the axis. And, and I'm like, how much better can it be? Yeah. But everyone that's saying it, they're like, I'm telling you, it's like, it's improved that much more. So yeah, if you, look up, sorry, Rev, if you look up the live feed from two weeks ago on Mudbrat's channel, um, Nunzio says about going to Minnesota, I think it was to, to test ride yeah, the, the, the new, the new matrix chassis. And then when he come home on his brand new um, Axis, he said that it was like he he wished he didn't have that one. He would have traded instantly. He said yeah. it's that different, night and yeah. day. So, so we'll see. So the six fifty, the six fifty that they've got is really. I always say it's got um, that thing's quite interesting, and hopefully Skidoo steps a game up and comes up with their own because skidoo 600r is a rocket it yeah. is a rocket i'm actually yeah. i because last year i filmed those um those drag races with all the 800s but i didn't film the sixes because you know nothing really new would come out in a while but this year i'm absolutely very curious to see how the 650 lines up to the 600r yeah yeah that's 600r um in in the video where i race my 800 uh, I put a little screenshot up from, I think it was American Snowmobiler had all, from that event you were at, had all the times on it. Yeah. And the actual 600R beat the 850 Skidoo in the first 330 feet. Oh, wow. So, yeah, when you're in a trail, it's power and weight, right? When yeah. you're in a trail, that's that's all the difference in the world. You should see my little 2009 corner to corner. It's It's insane.
Yeah. And last year I hit the I hit the rev limiter a lot, so I'm not really in the right power band with it. But we'll change it up. I also for for the for the Brap Gang, I also have a 2009 anniversary edition Skidoo. They only made 1,000 of them, and we have number 99 of 1,000. Uh, there was a point where I owned two of them. I had 669 and 99. So um, they were special editions, 1,000 made, and then they made 500 uh, summits that year as well. And they're rare as anything. They're, yeah, uh, you still yeah. have the one, right? Your son's right. Yeah, I do. They still yeah, have yeah. still have 99. I don't see that I'm ever going to get rid of that in the near future. I, no. Somebody was saying that they're going to be like a like a vintage Corvette in one day. They're not there yet, but some of the guys like in Canada, I'm just talking Canadian dollars. Uh, an 09 600 E Tech is around four thousand to forty five hundred dollars on the used market with low low K. Um, some guys are still selling their their anniversary sleds for in that area, but there's some guys get, asking sixty five hundred for them. So uh, they're using the top end closer to five, but some guys are actually going that extra step already. Going, hey, we know what this is. Um, it you're going to pay sixty five hundred. So yeah, but, special edition sleds are great. They have. I think I mentioned you in the first one. My, my you know, I don't know about it's it's long time ago, man. We're talking. My son's twenty five now. So when the the mini Z's first came out, when Skidoo came out with those, yeah, my local dealer um, worked hand in hand with with Bombardier back then, and um, there was four handmade mini Z's that went around on a tour. And he's like, listen, do you want one of these? So I, I bought it and the serial number is number one and I still wow. have it. And it's sitting in my, my, uh, my mother-in-law's uh, garage and he's kept it. And I'm like, you know what? Keep that for your kid and let it give it to his kid. Like, yeah, you know, and, I, and I laminated the serial number on it and it was a hand built. It wasn't even so. Those yeah, things cool. are awesome, man. You can't, you, and you don't get rid of those for anything. You know what I mean? There's not, no amount of money that you could, someone could offer you because it's got, sentimental no, reasons to right. it right oh so, that's right that sure. i kicked myself from the day that like i kept the i was i had two of them and they looked awesome together it was quite the pair i, mean, I thought you had two yeah and then and yeah and i had a 69 nordic too which there's some videos on that but the i i debated selling the we bought it basically i was having a good year at work and my wife was gonna ride with us so i was gonna have three sleds and then it came down to the point where why do we need four sleds so I sold it to a friend of mine and I always kick myself that I sold the wrong one. And that was one we called fast Eddie. And then we called the 99, the great one because of Gretzky. Right. Oh, and then I kept the renegade and it was like, I always thought I should have kept that one because it's so cool. But as fate would have it um, last year, our clutch blew the side panel out and the side panel has raised lettering. Like it's not a sticker. It's actually Chrome ski raised on the side panel. And the, um, I'll see if I can find a photo of these things for you guys. But uh, is it a dome? Is it a dome decal? No, it's actually plastic. It's actually a metal plastic. Yeah, it's okay. actually plastic or metal. Yeah. Anyway, it blew yeah. off, so I lost the S and the K and cracked the side panel. So I just put out on online, hey, anyone got a, a left side panel? And they're hard to find. I mean, they only made a thousand of them, and there's a lot of them are still on the trail. And lo and behold, a guy sends me a picture. Says, yes, I've got one. I'm parting out. And well, actually what happened was Aggie blew his up. He sold it to backyard recreation. He was going to restore it. And then he ended up, somebody begged him to sell it to him. So he sold it to him. So then this guy out of the blue says, Hey, I've got one. I'm parting out. Um, here it is. Side panels, this price away you go. Sends me a picture. And isn't it fast Eddie? Wow. Yeah. And I said, uh, that's my old sled. And he goes, 
uh, your mud brats, right? And I said, yeah. And he goes, my son's been watching your videos all week since we got this thing. And then <laughs> so, I was like, I was like, oh my God. Like, and he goes, I want you to have this panel, right? So we ended up working it out. I bought both left and right side panels from him. Like I stole them and then away we go. So it's like, it's pretty awesome. So anyway, I've got that in the hood and nice. I can skin my 09 to be just like it. So I think we're going to do a cruise like that with the broken panel on my <laughs> mind. But yeah, it's it's one of those things that you almost don't want to ride it because like when it blew the side panel out, I was like, oh my God, now it looks like crap and mm -hmm. I'll never find <clears> one. And people, people would be, I'll get whatever they want to charge for that panel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so Bobby, I meant to ask you, and I know you you covered on a bit. Your your dad loved the cat, right? And that was a nice that riot was nice, man. Like I yeah. I actually was really in between those two sleds, the assault and the riot. And I I thought it was a nice looking sled, and it looks like he enjoyed it. Oh, absolutely. He uh, I think the biggest thing with the riot is you can ride it. Like I've said, my reviews a lot more relaxed, and for him, he's always felt the assault just takes a little too much, a little too much effort in the corners, and it's a little too yep. stiff. So yeah, for him, um. He just, he likes the more relaxed ride, but he's happy to have the power, the, the bump bridging. And that sled just yeah. handled so flat. Like it's, yeah. it's hard to believe. Yeah. Cause I watched your, your, your video there just yesterday again, cause I'm like, I gotta go back and watch that. And you were saying that it's an amazing trail sled. Oh yeah. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. And, and a yeah. lot of people think when I'm saying that, like it's, it's an attempt to say it's not a crossover, which isn't, I'm just saying as far as like the trail end of crossover sleds go, it's yeah. one of the best performing uh, yeah. out of all the options out there, in my opinion. And you know what? You can't have it both ways. So Polaris is probably better off, but I'll bet you the cat, like you were saying, is better on the trail. So yeah, yeah, Absolutely. I wouldn't mind trying to ride out on the trail just to see, you know. Yeah, oh yeah awesome. it, it's that's definitely good. a different experience just the the ergonomics and the, and the feeling of the panels but I, it's like we said before you know chances are if you really like the assault that's going to always be the sled you really like just because yeah. the differences are enough and and that was probably the biggest surprise for me i thought there was going to be a lot of overlap between the two sleds and it would make giving one up really easy but honestly they were different enough that that you know possibly moving on from the assault was definitely something that was like weighing on me because it was, they're, they're different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice yeah. though you were able to go back and forth though. And you, and oh, you yeah. could give the honest review, which is awesome. So that, yeah. that was good. And the biggest thing, and I were saying. the biggest thing there is like when you own the sled, you're able to like, I put six inch carbides on it. And by the end of last season and they, they really helped the sled perform great. And, and the way the suspension was set up, like when I originally rode it at the demo rides, I guess Articat had really tightened the limiter strap. And uh, they hadn't mentioned that to me, but they had mentioned that to other people that rode. So, you know, it just really changed the whole feeling of the sled. So when you own it yourself, you can definitely yeah. um, get to know it a lot better, obviously. Yeah. Well, it's a sharp looking sled, man. It's, yep. it, it looked, it's, that's, I'm glad you did that review. It was really good. Yeah. It was cool to have yeah. two lime sleds on the channel, kind of have a match. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's good. The, uh, that's what's, good. what's happening in your industry down there as far as with – with COVID and everything, are, are you experiencing the same thing that we are where, where there's been a lot of cancellations, but I think there was a big drag race event that just happened. Um, I think it was Northern. Well, the, 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 what David from Euclid came on and said that Hades was canceled, but all the yep. local dealers got together and were doing a show and apparently it was going to be huge. So yeah, and it looks like it was really big. Honestly, it's hard yeah. to tell it's not Hades, like with how big it, yeah. it ended up being, yeah. but I'm actually, I'm, a pretty good distance away from that. So like we have a, um, a show every year, the Big East power sports show. 
and that that unfortunately has been canceled. But a lot of the dealers are kind of just still honoring their show prices. And you can just go into the dealer and still like buy gear or buy parts. Um, obviously, even that's affected, especially in New York, because we were they're very strict on all that. Um, and they're kind of limiting the number of people that can be there. But whereas sometimes they do an open house on a, just a weekend. Now it's like a full week. So yeah, they're, they're yeah. still right working there, with man. people. What's yeah. your have you been into a dealer lately? I have not. When I ordered my sled, did it all online. And um, yeah, other than that, I really haven't been into a dealer. Yeah. Yeah, because ours, our local guy, you you walk in and they've they've stopped you at the entrance. Yeah, and then if if it's something that you've ordered apart, it's up there. Yeah. and I I'm not sure if you're looking to buy a sled. If then they take you around that kind of thing, but um, yeah, it's changed from when you could go in and slobber and drool all over the sleds and yeah. and look around. Now it's it's very controlled and, and see. I went into um, uh, what's the one down near me in Whitby here. And that brutal the beer ener- energy no energy? no I, I got it right here i got the bill for it uh bennett bennett sport power sports so they're the local skidoo dealer in in Whitby oh, bennett, and i went in I, yeah so i went in there to order my uh my ice scratchers for for myself the guy's like you know what he goes i've sold more of these to uh to polaris owners than i have brp owners <laughs> but uh, anyways you know what it was wide open but he had so many sleds in his showroom and i asked him i said how's business he said you know what we c- we couldn't keep enough watercraft in here the four wheelers are going crazy. The side by sides are going crazy. Um, he said they had a hundred and some odd units of snowmobiles waiting to be serviced, but the parts are on back order for a lot oh, of them. Geez. So, yeah, I mean yeah, that's I a good it. thing for the industry to be so busy. Like I like I love hearing that. That's good, but I I think you're going to be seeing like around here, Gary, we're going to be seeing a ton of people on the trails. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's, that's what scares me. Right. So uh, a friend of mine's looking for a sled right now and, and it happened in the summertime. A a buddy was looking for a boat and he asked me to go see it for him on a Friday night. I was up in Huntsville up in cottage country and he goes, can you see, can you go look at this boat for me tomorrow? I haven't seen this guy in years. I'm going like, I don't want to make an 11 grand purchase decision on you. I'll meet you there gladly and give my two cents because he's not a boater by any means. Yeah. And, and the next morning he texted me and said, uh, so that was 11 o'clock at night when I was chatting with him. And, uh, we said, yep, we'll meet it. We'll meet at 8am. I said, if you leave at six, you'll be there at eight and away you go. And then he texted me the next morning, uh, around 6am or whatever. Don't worry about it. The guy got a, uh, e-transfer and sold the boat two hours ago. So at 4am. So then now I've got a buddy that's looking that if you look at my channel, there's a 1200 that went up in flames. Uh, coming to ride with it's a good buddy of mine that I went to public school with and uh, he's looking to replace that now and he's been showing me sleds and they've same thing they're gone so then he was supposed to go get one Saturday morning yesterday morning and his car wouldn't start so it's like it's a seven hour trip round trip his car wouldn't start and then he texted the guy and the guy goes it's gone yeah so you know it, the good thing coming out of all this i mean if there, you can say the good thing positive thing is that recreational power sports is going through the roof like I, my buddy uh gord's son owns a, a polaris dealer up in pemberton bc and he was saying that polaris had to put on a, a third shift to build side by sides they couldn't keep up yeah so yeah, i mean i guess people aren't traveling around the world obviously and outside of their own country so it's like okay well what are we going to do we might as well go whip around out in the country and yeah. you know i sold my rv and it literally was on for two days and it was gone like that 
Yeah. And you know, now in hindsight, I probably could have got at least five grand more, but (laughs) anyways, what are you going to do? Right. But it's, uh, it's crazy, but it's a good thing. I I guess it's a positive coming out of all this that you'll see more people, you know, snowmobile and ATV and, and, you know, watercraft and, yeah. And everything. I I heard, I heard two stroke smell kills COVID. So I think we're going to be all cured after all this. You know, I see Jason, uh, Jason Campo says, I just picked up my sled last Thursday. I had to wear a mask the entire time. So yeah, yeah. that's going to be like the new norm. They've yeah, actually yeah. extended uh, masks till, uh, in our region here till April, 2021. So it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with it. I actually bartend, I, I actually bartend part-time and have to wear one the whole shift and, um, I've only ran into one anti-masker um, since yeah. we started. We had one. We had we have a, had a couple people come in that that have say they have a medical condition and, and won't wear the mask, maybe twice. And then I had one that was just a, a an anti-masker, and it does it didn't bother me at all. There was a husband, wife, and their kid, and and the, and you know what, treated him great. It doesn't mm-hmm. bug me at all, and and you know what, they tipped really well. So. Um, that that was even better to ice the cake, you know, where other people yeah. may snub them, right? And because yeah. uh, there is that anti-mask, uh, what do I call it? Anti-mask rage, right? Mm-hmm. So um, no, it's a uh, good good times. I mean, you 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 bear with it as as much as you can, however you can, and and we'll all get through this thing together. We're all in it together. Do what you can yeah. to keep us all yeah. safe, and and you know. Bobby, I meant to ask you, you, you got sea dues and, and you got a new boat this year. Um, do you, uh, did you see more people on the water? Like, do you, have you seen an increase in, in people out on the water this year? Well, actually, so the boat isn't mine. I was, I was looking oh. at a boat and, uh, it was impossible to find a boat. Um, yeah, yeah. I, in early or the end of May, I was looking and I found one dealer that had a couple boats and it was more like, if you want a boat, you have to buy what we have. Like we, we're not going to be getting anything else. Yeah. We're, and uh um so yeah that just as far as buying it goes that was definitely difficult but yeah the boat boating has it's the lake's been crazy busy um tons of sea dews out there and you're seeing a lot more older sea dews coming out because obviously there's people that you know they just want to be out there so they're buying whatever they can and uh it's definitely been interesting yeah yeah if you had an old sea dew it'd be the time now to sell it (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) Well, it'll be interesting to see with the sleds too, right? So yeah. it's, uh, and even trailers and, and whatnot. Like, I think yeah. you're going to be seeing a ton of, uh, I got a hold of uh, Royal Distributing up here. They're kind of like a, what would you call them, Gary? They're like a massive oh. s- snowmobile, yeah. ATV, motorcycle, clothing. Um, like a distributor Fort It'd be like a Fort 9, but brick and mortar. Yeah, but huge buildings and whatnot. Yeah. And they always have a sale, a tent sale at the end of September. And then they go to the Toronto uh, International Snowmobile Show. At the international center and and they always have a no tax which is huge up here because what is it 13 percent yes 13 and then they have sales on so i called the guy and i'm like listen i got some things i want to buy um like are you having the sale and he's like uh we don't know we don't you know i'm like really like (laughs) but i guess they're waiting to play it by ear because i got a bunch of things i want to buy but i don't you know i don't want to buy it now and then kick myself and say i could have saved 13 percent right on certain things so might be a case where they where they don't have to so they're not gonna yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I guess I don't know, but I mean, they you think about their sales that they get at that at those two events, like you know, I, I don't know. Bell, I bought a Bell helmet with a heated shield, the MX9 Snow, for one hundred and fourteen dollars, no tax. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like I told you, I my, suit, my and, FX and Canadian, 
Canadian dollars is 1.3 of US dollars. So yeah. that's about 70, 60, 70 dollars US. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's it was a junk helmet, but it uh that those what what do you pay for your your FXR gear? You got a killer deal on that, yeah, right? Yeah, well now remember it was it was a two-year-old model suit, but I didn't care. And um FXR made a ton for uh search and rescue for the guys out west. <laughs> it says search and rescue on it. But the coat was regularly six hundred and some odd dollars, and I got it for one twenty four last year with no tax. <laughs> you can't wow. beat yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, so. I mean, I, I'm looking at getting a, a climb uh, jacket and pants this year because my buddy Steve has them, and they're really good quality. I'm just going to see the difference in, in what it is. And, yeah, and I don't have people running around asking, "What's going on, man? Search and rescue?" You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that guy didn't even stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, There's no rescue. Man. You searched a lot. You didn't rescue a lot. That's yeah. that's well. So last year, I got to say, tell this story. So I, I, I put an MBRP uh, exhaust on my assault last year, right? <laughs> and it was, I, I wasn't one of those annoying. I mean, across the lake, I'd, I'd go by my buddies and I'd be like, what the heck, right? So anyways, I got away with it for about, I'm going to say a month and a half. And we were heading up to Barry's Bay. And sure enough, we come up to the tee and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> we get there and the OPP's like, come over here. And sure enough, I got to find. So, you have a trail but, can or was it like a race I, I, can? No, it was a trail can. And, okay. and well, now I have to, in all defense to MBRP, they have a new quiet exhaust comes out. Yep. That's exactly the same as things. So I'm probably going to look into one of those this year. This was just the regular, um, not as loud as the the race can. Like I wouldn't have put a race can on. I mean, because yep. the, the trail can was loud enough. So, but you know what? I got away with it for a month and a half. And then I I, I put it on and sold it last year. And a guy out east bought it. <laughs> and and my guy made just to let the the American f fans that like we're we're Canucks, so yeah. our our trails are governed by the Ontario Federation of Snowmobile Clubs, and they follow by MTO, Ministry of Transportation OPP. Ontario, yeah. sets yeah. all the rules of it. So there's there's obviously no drinking and driving. There's the speed limits fifty kilometers an hour. Which so that's like miles. 30 miles an hour. It's stupid. It, but everybody yeah. drives at a at a hundred miles an hour. Uh, and then there's no, absolutely no modifications to exhaust allowed. And they didn't really crack down on that. But now the oh, cops are setting spots and they open up your side panel or they'll stick yep. a probe up. And yep. if you, if you have any, if you open up the side panel, it's not a stock can, you're getting a ticket. Yeah. Like it does yep. even, even with the trail cans. So I think a lot of the manufacturers, like, like, I don't know if MBRP is doing it, but Jaws is building a can that looks exactly like, uh, so uh, whatever actually jaws for the 850 do they made a pipe a y pipe and a an expansion chamber that goes in and runs with your uh with your stock exhaust and i think yeah. he's saying 15 horsepower gain with it you open up your side panel it's running the stock can yeah so yeah. it's pretty crazy so but and, and it's getting more uh cracked down on nowadays that no can no can and and now yeah. it's like you see someone riding with a can and everybody's turning their nose at them. Oh like yeah. I know. No, it's I, closing trails. Like, like it is closing trails weekly when the snow is flying. It, it, yeah. the, th the two things that, that close trails are, are people riding off the trail. So farmers say, Hey, winter wheat, stay on trail. Yep. And there's not a, there's not a mark on the trail. It's all beside it, you know? And the other thing is cans. And I don't know which one um, is, is bigger than the other, but yeah, it's gotten to be yeah. where you hate your buddies that have the cans. But I think a lot of the people like MBRP that are big in the racing and Jaws big in the racing, 
they're doing things to to help the people that want to get a little bit more performance on the trail. Yeah. Well, yeah. their new try their new their new trail can is quite a stock. So MBRP, yeah, it, yeah. It's a, so you can't. It's still not. It's still it's. It's not it's, no, 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 it's not illegal, but the sound is not annoying anymore. No, like it's no. it's it's to the thing. It's got a little growl, but it's um, it's no the decibels aren't any louder. The main thing is 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 the weight savings. Like when yeah. I took that suitcase yeah. off, man, that thing was twenty pounds, yeah, and I think are. my MBRP exhaust was three, two and a half pounds. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. huge. So I mean, it was that. So anyways, I rode it for I guess four weeks, five weeks, and then and then like I said, there's certain other provinces. Like my my cousin rides up northern Thunder Bay. And he says, we never see police up here. And, you no. know, so they've got all the exhaust systems up up there. And then, like I said, the guy I sold it to was from the East Coast. And he's like, no, we don't have any rules and regulations out there. So, yeah. But, you know, it's, 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 that's the key. Like Gary was saying, you, you don't want to be pissed. And I mean, I always, the only time I opened it up was on the lake, you know, when did to hear it. But on the trail yeah. and that, I wasn't like being a dog. Cause that's the thing, you know, the landowners are, are, are important for sure. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to be peeving them off, you know, coming through there at three in the morning and cracking on it, you know, but yeah. So Anyways. Jason's in Quebec. He said they're not allowed any exhaust mods either. Jason, no, can you comment? Uh, can you comment? Is it studs are 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 mandatory in Quebec, or what was that stud issue going on a few years ago? Um, it was, shoot a comment down there below because I think it was a big a big deal, and then they ended up kiboshing it or something like that. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah. And then Blizzard too. Oh, I love that. I love that little uh, thumbnail there. Also in Quebec, he said the speed limit is seventy kilometers an hour. See, that's better. I think it should be 80 or 100K. So 70. I, think I, I heard rumors that they're going to be putting it up to 80. That's that's what I heard. They're looking at it. So I, And one of my, what, the reason I, I hit my, my subscriber account that I've got today, one of the big reasons probably for half the subs is the, the busted video I've got. And it opens yeah. up a lot of, and I'm, I'm loved and I'm hated for it. Uh, the, uh, the, there's a lot of people that say, oh, you, you, it's so dangerous driving like that. And you know what? My point is we didn't pass another rider that day. So we weren't mm -hmm. the fastest on the trail. Had we been driving like like idiots, we would have been passing people. We didn't pass mm -hmm. one other rider that day. And and frankly, these sleds are so safe and, and they can stop on a dime and shoot nine cents change back in your pocket. And they handle so well we've got the best gear on like those two helmets super safe we replace them every few years uh, mm -hmm. we're, we're wearing tech vest which is body armor um i mean if if you're out there with no helmet on and you're you're ripping the trails and your sleds aren't maintained in service then you're asking for it but um in this case here it's not the case at all uh, you're to buy a, a dual purpose bike i do a lot of dual dual sport riding to buy a dual sport bike you have to get it licensed insured and safety that goes to a mechanic you just don't buy it and go a snowmobile you can buy it no brakes on the thing nothing no exhaust yeah. nothing to pass safety and you can go in and license it insure it and be on trail that day it there's no inspection process is what i guess my point is and uh, and that could be the weak link yeah what's the speed limit in your area rev Do you have speed limits in your zone, Rev Rider? I think he's. I think he's muted. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. oh, you know what? He chatted there and said. Yeah. Please. Okay. Yeah. That's no problem. We're gonna yeah. wrap it up around quarter after twelve. Yeah. Um, oh, so he's probably gone. 
anyway, guys, uh, it looks like we're we've taken over Rev Rider's channel, <laughs> Richard. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Anyways, hey, we'll listen, be respectful and all that. No problem. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. Uh, yeah. If you have time, just go over to uh, Mud Brats on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and the little bell notification, and uh, and hopefully you enjoy my content as well. And then uh, keep watching either Rev Riders channel or mine weekly, and we'll uh, we'll keep this thing rolling. But appreciate all your uh, your time and and support, and we'll take it from there. So, Rich, thanks for jumping on in such late notice today, too, bud. Yeah, yeah uh, we'll, thanks, uh, man. No problem. We'll we'll end this now and we'll chat with you later. All right, guys. Sorry about that. I appreciate uh, Gary and Rich for finishing out the um, podcast for me. Uh, unfortunately, for some reason, my internet stopped working, but you guys could see me. I couldn't see you. It was kind of a weird thing. But um, I just want to thank all you guys that tuned in live and, and uh, participated in the chats. And it really means a lot. Like we said, this is going to be a weekly thing. So feel free to tune in um, if you guys want to send in any links to anything that might be covered in a topic like next week we're talking about trailers if you guys want to send in links uh showing off your tow rigs truck trailers all that definitely do so there'll be a link down below and uh like i said thanks again for watching and we'll see you guys next week